bonus episode. My mama success stories are sharing with you why they picked their diet and why it works for them. Welcome to the School of Weight Loss podcast, where we relearn how to lose weight so you can reach your goal weight with less wasted effort, money, and time. This is the podcast that uses evidence-based tips and tools to simplify weight loss for the busy moms who've tried it all. If you're tired of endless dieting, a tired mom, and ready to learn what works, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, obesity medicine certified physician, life and weight loss certified coach, Dr. Emily Vinzant. Let's get this lesson started. Hello, mamas. Listen, we are talking all about diets this week. In my webinar and my podcast episode, I shared with you all how to find your best diet, the best diets out there. And I thought to myself, what else do they need to hear? And really, it's how moms are making these diets work, how they picked the diet, why it works so well for them, and why they've been able to be successful in that diet. So I have got some of my lovely mama success stories with us today to share with you all why the diet that they picked is the best diet for them and how they make it work in busy mom lives, their biggest tips and tricks. So we're going to be representing the diets on this bonus episode. And we are so excited to share with you some great success stories. Each of these mamas will be doing some success stories coming forward. So make sure to tune into the podcast because they're showing you how to make these diets really work in real life. So let's get started. All right, I've got the lovely Morgan Simmons here with me today. And Morgan has lost 85 pounds, ladies, 85 pounds with the low-carb diet. And I'm going to let Morgan share with you why she chose the low-carb diet and why it's the best diet for her. Hi, I initially picked the low-carb diet because I have three little boys at home and I needed something that was going to be convenient for them and something that I didn't have to make a million different meals. I, I wasn't willing to do that. I didn't, I don't have enough time in my day to do that. So I knew that like meat and cheese and things like that were things that I could incorporate in our life and it would be extremely easy. And my husband's a farmer and so we have access to beef. And so I have freezers full of beef and I needed to be able to eat that because Mediterranean, it just, it wasn't going to work with our lifestyle. That's incredibly true. If your husband's a farmer, you probably should be considering something with meat and dairy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, trying to switch on him probably wouldn't have worked. And, and he was all for it too. So, I mean, it was really helpful to be able to just accommodate everybody. And it, it you know, it's easy to add in some things that your kids like and just not eat those yourself. So- and why do you make that work? Like, how does that work for you when you say add in those things? So when you're eating truly low carb and you're looking to accommodate for your kids, share with everybody how you make that work. So like, for example, one of our favorite meals, and we have it every week, if not twice a week, is we grill some, like some type of a meat. So either grilled chicken or steak, and then we roast vegetables. So lots of asparagus or Brussels sprouts. Uh, roasted cabbage. I know that sounds odd, but we love it. And so my, my kids, if you ask them now what their favorite vegetable is, it's Brussels sprouts, which cracks me up. That's awesome. But so that's what my husband and I will eat, but then I'll probably make like macaroni and cheese or something on the side for my kids too. Cause they're still kids, but yeah. Yeah. And I love that idea. Here's the thing, ladies, 
If you're going to make it work to lose 85 pounds, you've got to figure out a way that it works for your family too. So why do you think that truly the low carb diet is the best diet for your family? It's just been so functional for how we live. So we do go out to eat and it's easy to find things that you can accommodate like a bunless burger, or there's just so many options and it's just, it's convenience. And I need that in my life. (laughs) Yeah. Most modern moms do. And we think that like for a diet to work, we're going to have to be Pinterest perfect Mm -hmm. and you don't have to. Now Morgan also likes to bake. So I just want you to share a little bit about baking with the ladies. We, with baking, it's been easy to switch over like with almond flour. And I like like the monk fruit sweeteners and it's been pretty seamless transition. The kids like to eat it and it's still enjoyable in it. Yeah. And she makes good things. I've I tried do. them. Yeah. And I don't. So <laughs> I've always appreciated that from my mamas. I'm like, oh, you make good desserts. Cause I don't know how to do that. So last question I want everybody to answer is why did, what is the biggest lesson you learned from coaching that's made the low carb diet work for you? The biggest lesson I've learned is that you just have to trust yourself in the process and that you don't have to be perfect a hundred percent of the time. Dr. Emily told me one day that it's okay not to do your A work. It's okay to be like a B or a C. And I have always been, you know, A, A, A. So it's been amazing just in my life, how that has transitioned, not only with my eating, but with other things too. So, um, it's just been a safe place for me to be me and not feel judged when you are overweight. There's a lot of shame that comes with that. So it's just a great place just to be you and not feel that judgment. So, yeah, yeah. tears are already starting. <laughs> I'll never forget the day Morgan was out here one time, one of our early rounds. And she said to me, you know, the biggest lesson you taught me was B minus work. And I was like, I'm a weight loss coach (laughs) for crying out loud. It had nothing to do with your diet. She's like, no, that changed my life because so many of us are perfectionists. So even in your low carb diet, you're like, but it's not perfect to make Mac and cheese. Like Mm -hmm. maybe I should make it. So my kids don't even eat that stuff. It's just not realistic and it's not necessary. Right. And so B minus work is absolutely the way to be down 85 pounds and living your life fully. Awesome. Thank Thank you. you. All right, mamas. Next I have with me, Erica Harris, who is down 25 pounds with the low carb diet. She is sort of our exercise expert as well. And Erica has done very well with the low carb diet. Erica, share with us why you picked it. I chose the low carb diet because it was mostly how I was eating anyway. It was easy for me to eliminate the carbohydrates, eliminate the pasta, eliminate the rice. I felt like I had a fairly decent diet anyway. It just kind of cut out those extras. Okay. So it was easy eliminations that got you there. Yes. Now you have two little kiddos and Mm -hmm. a spouse. How do you make it work for your family? I come up with our meals for the week at the, on Sunday before I go grocery shopping. And if they want rice with a meal, then we add it in. Or if they want pasta with their spaghetti sauce, they have that. I don't, I have spaghetti squash or I have zucchini noodles. It's easy for me to do something that they still like and not have to make a complete different meal. Yeah. There's a trend here. You might notice that for us moms, making it work for our family is key. Number one. So share why is low carb, the best diet for your family? Because it's something that we can do for 
that I can do for the rest of my life. It doesn't have an end date. And that's something I have also discovered while doing this, the weight loss coaching is that unlike other diets, it doesn't have to have an end date. Yeah. That it can't have an end. It can't have an end. (laughs) Yes. Well, and it's something that I can do for the rest of my life. Yeah. And you know, it's, which is a good question. And and is my last question for you anyway, like how, what did you learn from coaching that changed the low carb diet for you? Because you were doing elements of that to begin with. Right. I think the biggest thing that coaching gave me is so many things, but not using food as a reward is, has been one of the biggest things for me. Yeah. The lollipop effect. Yes. (laughs) And, and I see, I see it now that with my kids, there's times, well, they did this or they did that. Can we go get ice cream? We don't have to get ice cream. Yeah. You know, what do you do instead? Cause that's a very common question. I think that so often food as a reward is just an, it's an easy thing. Cause it's all we've ever seen. So we're like, okay, so what do I do if I don't do food? I don't know if this is right, wrong or indifferent, but I'll give them a couple dollars and we go to dollar store. Yeah. And they get, get trinkets. They love trinkets. Yeah. And it's not food. And I, I, don't want them to have that brain drama, which I can't control over whether or not to reward with food. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's funny when we think about that, cause I shared in the lollipop effect episode that it's like food is the adult toy. Like kids are just as happy to go get a trinket toy. And as adults we're like, but what is there now? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, and even with, you know, Easter baskets or Valentine's gifts or stocking stuffers. I've moved more away from the candies and stuff. They do get a little bit of it, but it's nothing like it was. Yeah. And I think that that's such a key because no food is off limits. Even if you're doing low carb, you know, you can have these foods. It's just what you choose to fuel yourself with most days of the week, most of the time to feel fueled. Yeah, absolutely. And do you feel like, since I shared a little bit about your exercise, do you feel like the low carb diet for you has kept you fueled for exercise? Yes. And I think the biggest thing that helped me was when I started the diet, I cut out exercise for a while and got used to the diet. I didn't try to do it all at once. I didn't try to do a ton of exercise while trying to learn like the diet which is absolutely how I recommend it for sure. Cause it brings up a whole different level of drama, which for those of you who are interested, make sure to check out. Erica's going to share this in a success story for sure. Cause yes. we've been through all of the exercise drama with her. So. <laughs> all right. Thanks Erica. Thank you. Okay. Mamas next, I have diamond Schreiber and she is here to talk about the paleo diet. Diamond has lost 59 pounds and Diamond also used to be my nurse. So she got to do a lot of coaching with me, good or bad, whatever way you think of that. So Diamond's going to share with you all why she picked the paleo diet. Thank you for having me. Um, I picked the paleo diet because it fit best with my lifestyle and I didn't want to give up potatoes. I love potatoes and it allowed me to have my potatoes in my diet. (laughs) The potatoes were the the defining thing. Yes. I also remember telling people a lot, like when people would make comparisons, I'd be like, well, diamond does a lot of like smoothies and fruits and those sorts of things. So it was just kind of a natural fit for you. Yeah. I do, um, pre-packaged like spinach or kill or stuff like that with my frozen fruits. And, um, I blend it all up with some almond milk and I have a shake in the morning. 
Yeah. So, yeah. That's wonderful. And remember guys that p- the paleo and low carb diets are both meat based diets, but they are very different in that the paleo diet is not a low carb diet. So you can't have potatoes. Yeah. It's always interesting. So why is the paleo diet, the best diet for you? Um, I feel like it allowed me to still have my fruits. It allowed me to, and I love meat. So it allowed me to have meats and, um, it just worked with my lifestyle. Okay. What's the biggest tool from coaching that you've taken away that's made the paleo diet easy for you? Um, I think the planning, being able to get my shopping list together, plan my meals and stick with my meals. Okay. Planning. So you stick with planning every day. Uh, yes. I plan every morning. Yeah. <laughs> She's a good little planner. Yes. She's a planner by nature. And I have, I admit I have stopped sometimes, but I have to reset and it might just be like a week at a time, but I'm like, okay, I got to get back on that because you notice your weight starts to creep back up. If you stop planning. Yeah. Definitely. It starts with the plan that keeps us in the higher part of our brain that makes us make better choices with food. And when the planning stops is when it starts to slide. Yes, exactly. What has been your biggest workaround like around eating out with paleo for you? I usually stick with meat, potatoes, a salad, Yeah, um, which is pretty easy to do when you go out to eat. Um, I don't usually do a bun. That's an exception for me. So if I go to somewhere that's, you know, like a sandwich then I would opt not to have the sandwich either go with a salad or remove the bun from my sandwich. What about the biggest thing I get asked for people about paleo is the cheese and cream cheese. I miss it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, There's like these kind of weird plant-based ones, but I haven't, not many people have liked those. Very I do much. not do those. Yeah. That's an exception. I allow myself sometimes, but I have really, I just did away with it. Almost everything. And it's interesting, Sarah, who did a previous success story um, podcast episode with me had done low carb before, but the dairy actually did not react well with her. And she does paleo now and getting rid of that dairy made her feel better. So a lot of the times that benefit of just looking at how you feel makes you miss the dairy a little less. That's true. It does help with like bloating and that kind of stuff. Yes, exactly. All right. Thanks, Diamond. Thank you. All right, mamas. Next, I have Rochelle Love with me. And Rochelle has lost 65 pounds and is at her goal weight, ladies. Woohoo! And Rochelle chose the Mediterranean diet. So I wanted to start by having Rochelle share with you all why she chose the Mediterranean diet. Hi, everybody. Um, yeah, I chose the Mediterranean diet because after trying some other diets, I realized this one is the best one for me. It makes me feel better. It makes me feel healthier and it's the most sustainable one that I can follow. Yeah. So the sustainability, the health, was there anything in specific with the foods that you liked that made you go towards the Mediterranean diet? Because I think it's one that many of my mamas are like, what, what is that exactly? What drew you to the foods with it? Well, I do love seafood. I will say that. Don't get me wrong. I do like to have red meat from time to time and it's allowed you know, you can have it a few times a month and it's, and it's totally fine. And also um, I enjoy the plant-based type of meals as well. Yeah. So the Mediterranean diet has a lot of seafood. Do you do a lot of beans with it? Yes, I do like beans. I can make a lot of meals with beans. Chickpeas are great. And also a lot of my Mediterranean mamas love the whole wheat pasta aspect of it. Now yes. yours is a little different there. I know. Cause you do gluten-free. So, right. So I do do gluten-free, but there's a lot of good options out there with pasta for gluten-free. So 
And a lot of them have like bean based, you know, like a chickpea pasta or a split pea or whatever kind of pasta you can find out there. Yep. That is so interesting, guys. I want you to consider that because a lot of mamas will pick the paleo diet for the gluten-free aspect, but I want you to realize that Rochelle reached her goal weight doing gluten-free Mediterranean. Like that's how specific you can get in these diets to make it work for you. So is that why you would say the Mediterranean diet is the best diet for you? I would say that is a big part of it. And then the other thing is it works well with my family as well. We do like a lot of seafood. So everybody in my family eats seafood. And um, so that's a big part of it. How much uh, of the dairy do you incorporate in it, Rochelle? Um, I usually have like almond milk. We don't buy regular milk. It's very rare. Sometimes we'll have some cream, but we use it very sparingly. You know, we, I just use the cheese sparingly and stay with like feta and other types of cheeses that are more friendly on the Mediterranean diet. Yeah, very, very true. It's it's an interesting diet because the Mediterranean diet doesn't always have the complete elimination of things, but you would be using like your feta and those things as a light dusting more so with it. Now, do you use mainly oils then with your cooking? Uh, that's correct. I usually use avocado oil or olive oil for most recipes that use oil. I will use butter. Like if I want a piece of gluten-free toast, I will put butter on that. But for like even cooking eggs and stuff, I use oil. Yeah. Very Mediterranean based. It's interesting guys. These are just all different takes on food items that make it more specific to a diet. And if it works for you, it works for you. Tell me what has been the biggest tool you've taken away from coaching that has made the Mediterranean diet easy for you? Well, I would say I'm not perfect at following the Mediterranean diet and that's okay. We can have our exceptions, go out and have a steak from time to time. But the main thing I've learned through coaching is that it's progress over perfection. I don't have to be perfect all the time, but I have my, my foundation, which is the Mediterranean diet. And I go back to that as many times as I need to restart, if you want to use that term, but I've learned how to create a plan through coaching. That's simple and sustainable for me and how to let go of the all or nothing mentality, which is kind of the progress over perfection and create a life that's being confident and balanced. And I, you know, showing up for coaching makes all the difference. Yeah. I love that. You know, it's so incredibly true because let's say with the Mediterranean diet, if you go out to eat and you're suddenly at a steakhouse, you're like, what do I do? Do I quit? You know, (laughs) but if you can focus on progress over perfection, you know, you can create something there, right? You know, you can be in any situation where you still feel in control. Yes. And the other thing I got out of coaching, which is really important, is I'm learning how to separate the food from the drama. Yeah, it's so true. And that's a work in progress always for all of us. (laughs) Thanks, Rochelle. All right. Thank you. Okay, mamas. Thank you. I have Shelly Minnick here with me, and she is a fabulous calorie counter. She has lost 40 pounds doing calorie counting as her diet choice. And I'm thrilled to have her share this with you because I know a lot of us have calorie counted, but not very many have done it successfully. And Shelly has done it successfully. So Shelly, share with everybody why you chose calorie counting as your diet. Um, Well, I chose it because I didn't want to eliminate any of the food groups really basically. So I just, I like a variety of things and I just couldn't see one that I want to like give up long-term. So it's such a 
great reason for picking calorie counting, right? Like we talk about calorie counting as being the diet where you don't have to eliminate certain food types for sure. When, when people look at calorie counting, I think for a lot of us, it feels like it's kind of overwhelming and daunting, but you've made it work for you. Why does calorie counting fit so well for your lifestyle? Well, being empty nesters, we are I just don't, I, I honestly don't cook as much as I used to, or I go to just really basic things. And so it's just a lot simpler and I can just, um, I know a lot of the basic things that I have regularly and it's, and I can just find things very easily that way. So I do think now, even with calorie counting, because calories are posted so many places, like you said, if you want to be able to do prepackaged meals and those sorts of things, you've got the calories pretty well set there for you, especially if you're not from scratch cooking. Yes. So like going out to eat, you can find calories on everything and they package things at the store. You Calories are already there. And then when I do occasionally cook, I can figure out a recipe really easy using one of the apps um, to find out the calories on things. And usually if I find a recipe I like, I'll just make note of it in the calories. So I don't have to obviously figure them out every time I have it. So a few things that I do when I do cook occasionally. (laughs) Yeah. And do you stick pretty true? Cause sometimes people like, I always laugh. My mom got me a calorie counting cookbook and I was like, but mom, you changed every ingredient. (laughs) So it's not accurate anymore. So you're pretty good at sticking to it. Yeah. I mean, if the calories are already posted on a recipe like that, then I'll stick to it or I'll, if I am going to change it, I'll just put it all into an app and figure out my calories myself. There you go. You have to be pretty consistent with it in one form or another. So what's your favorite coaching tool that's made calorie counting work for you? Well, in the past, I've tried calorie counting before in different formats and different ways. Um, But what's really helped me this time around is no snacking. That's one of um, the things that you pretty much insist on, on our diet. And so since I eliminated snacking, um, I'm not trying to budget my calories out, spreading them out throughout the day. So being able to just do divided into three, like 400, 400, 400 breakfast, lunch, supper. And I don't constantly like negotiate with myself. Well, if I have a really light breakfast, then I can have more here. It's like, I really think of it in thirds. And so I'm not constantly calculating it. It's like, I just, that one meal I look at and go and have that limit. So it's such a great point with calorie counting, because when you stop negotiating with food all day long, if you're just like, this is what I do, the drama decreases too. Yes, for sure. (laughs) We make calorie counting. I always tell my calorie counting moms, I can make it a lot easier than you think it's going to be, but you still have to commit to being consistent with it for sure. Yes. Yes. And this is, this has been way easier doing it this way um, than it's ever been in the past and something I feel like I can do long-term. Awesome. Shelly's a great example of calorie counting. Thank you, Shelly. All right, mamas. Last but not least, I have the fabulous Alana McWilliams with me today. And she is a mama who has lost 62 pounds through no flour, no sugar. And I've shared with you all before that we all start no flour, no sugar in my diet. I love to start that way to just kind of clean out all of those very addictive foods, the foods that we have bigger relationships with and stifle our weight loss. Many of my mamas choose to go on to other diets, 
but some of them like no flour, no sugar so much that they choose to stick with it. And Alana did just that. So I'm, I want to welcome her to share with us why she decided to stick with no flour, no sugar, and why it's worked so well for her and her family. Hi. Um, so yeah, no flour, no sugar was something that was just really easy for me to make food choices around. My husband likes a lot of red meats, so Mediterranean wasn't going to work. And my kids are growing. And so dairy was not necessarily going to go off the table. And so I was just able to make a lot of food choices for my family where we're all eating healthier with the no flour, no sugar that no one needs to be really eating. <laughs> so, And you cook a lot, if I remember right from scratch, you do a lot of kind of your own style of cooking. How has it worked so well for your family? There's a lot of uh, recipe blogs and Pinterest blogs where you can do different kind of substitutes. So, you know, one of the things like my family loves pasta, I'm able to make them like a spaghetti dinner with meatballs. And then with me, I will just serve my meal over like a bed of broccoli or have a nice side of spinach or something with it. So I can still have, you know, they don't struggle with weight the way that I do. Uh, And so, you know, they can have a little bit of more variety in their meals. And then I can just do a simple sort of shift, you know, with what I'm having for a side or what I'm going to, you know, serve a sauce over. So do you do a lot of like, will you do dairy veggies and fruits in a lot of your recipes? Yeah. So I try to hit all the main food groups for my three kids that are still growing. Um, And so what I will tend to do is just leave, you know, obviously leave off the pasta if there's that or the grains, but that's not to say that we don't work whole grains into things. Like, you know, we still do oatmeal. So I'll do like an oatmeal bake, which is something that I wouldn't have never made before. You know, I do like cinnamon, you know, toast sticks in the oven and, you know, homemade where you're like battering them. So I do a a version of that with oatmeal. So we'll do like banana base oatmeal. My daughter is allergic to nuts, so no nuts, but, but, you know, pour a good like egg mixture over that and, you know, cinnamon sugar, cinnamon, like erythritol type sugar, or I'll use a maple syrup so that they get a little bit sweet or honey and it's still really great. Kids love it and I can eat it. So. Yeah. It's interesting. Cause it, it's like, you know, when we look at the subtleties of why these diets work for our families, it's like for yours, it's like, I want to be able to incorporate all of those things that I feel like are good for general health for my family. And maybe just leave out the things that we don't really need. <laughs> so share with me the, how coaching has helped you use no flour, no sugar. You gave me, and we're going to do a longer podcast on this later, but you gave me a kind of an interesting story right before we started talking about how this has shifted for you to be so successful. Well, I had talked to you about how I was doing something similar to no flour, no sugar called trim healthy mama before that's uh, basically you're cutting, it's like low on the glycemic index foods and you're cutting out sugars and flours. The problem was I lost a lot of weight, but I didn't address the root cause of snacking. And so one of the tools that we utilize in the beginning of the program is how to process urges. So I literally printed up a a hundred by hundred circle sheet of paper. And every time I went to the fridge to try to go snack or, uh, you know, Hey, I'm craving this, or I feel like this. So I would name the urge that I was feeling. I would process it. Um, I would say, here's the physical reaction. Like my mouth is salivating. I'm 
really desiring it. I, my stomach's gurgling, my mouth's tightening. And then I would shade in the circle uh, and not obviously have the thing that I was, you know, naming. And sometimes I would have to do that. So again, you know, I didn't change eating for my entire family. So, you know, pizza night, I might have 15 urges <laughs> for the slice of pizza, you know, and I would literally go, okay, I want this pizza. I'm not going to eat this pizza. You know, my mouth is salivating. It smells really good. I just want to hold it in my hand, <laughs> you know, and then I would process, <laughs> process the urge. Like I'm going to smell it. Oh, all these free smells everywhere. But, and I never thought that I was going to ever beat the over desire for food. Cause I, you know, I, I would make jokes like food makes me not snap at my kids, you know, cupcakes make me not be me mom, like chocolate, all these things, right. That are comforting me are like making me who I am. And it's like, the reality is like, no, that's just a buffer. And I actually surprisingly don't need those things and can be successful and still be a nice mom. <laughs> so so funny. I love that quote. I always use that one from you. Cupcakes make me not upset with my children at the end of the yeah. day. <laughs> yeah, I really love that. Like you literally got to see the visual representation of your growth. Yeah, it was awesome. And I, I think like in the program, you said we probably needed to process about a hundred urges. I think I needed to process about 60 and then my brain realized I wasn't going to have it. And so it was just kind of like, okay. And so now I can go into rooms. Like we just had a birthday party and, you know, cupcakes were not on my plan. Wasn't expecting that. And I didn't have it and it was okay. And the world still moved on. And <laughs> and, and life was great with your children. And life was great. And it was fine. It was a wonderful <laughs> visit. And we got to celebrate. It was still somebody's birthday, despite the fact that you didn't have cake. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's so true. And I love... Alana has helped me do our simple success journals. And we're gonna we'll share more about that in a future podcast episode. But I love that visual representation. It's like you're a very visual person. So to see that, it was like, I can see my growth here. I can see the change happening. And that's how we make it work. Yep. And I was gonna say, I was like, I will say one of my um my goals was to get back into my college cross-country uniform. I'm not quite there. But I, w- I had cleaned out about two bagfuls of clothing that I no longer fit into. And my warm-up shirt, my dry fit warm-up shirt that I wore in cross country fits and it looks pretty good. Okay. Yeah. And I, I, I had my husband uh, snap a picture of it so that I could send it to you. And then I looked at my dirty kitchen where I was like trying the clothes on and I was didn't send it. But I was going <laughs> to say, I don't think I have that one. Good. Yeah, not skill victory. I'll have to send that to you. So please do. Thank yeah. you for joining me. And I can't wait to share a little bit more. Alana and I are going to do a future one about snacking at night because we both share that that struggle a little bit. All right. Mamas, if you are ready to find which diet is the best diet for you and get the help of coaching to reach your goal weight, we are doing consults this week to join the March group of Weight Loss for Modern American Moms. The group will begin on March 14th. Make sure to go to my show notes to schedule your free one-on-one consult. If you love today's show, make sure to share it with a mom who needs to hear it too. Leave me a review and click subscribe to get all of the latest lessons from the School of Weight Loss podcast. Ready to reach that goal weight? Head on over to drmommy.com, D-O-C-T-O-R-M-O-M-E.com to learn more about Weight Loss for Modern American Moms, my virtual weight loss coaching program.